Today on Locked On Rockies, the prospects are coming to spring training, which is a good thing, a nice mix-up from last year. Plus, one of the most important pieces to the Rockies puzzle says he's ready to go. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the second day of February in the year 2024. I'm your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. If your team is the Colorado Rockies, guess what? You're in the right spot. That's what we do around here each and every day. Shout-outs to our everydayers who come out and listen every single day. And uh, shout-outs to y'all for checking us out on your favorite streaming services and on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the show. You can help out the show by subscribing, liking the videos, telling your friends all about the Locked on Rockies podcast. Really would enjoy your support. You guys have been great all off-season long, and I know that's going to continue as we get one day closer to more Rockies baseball. And and I want to put this one this question out at the at the top here and 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 maybe we'll dive into it again cuz we we talked a little bit at the end of the season but now as the new season is approaching I, I want to know your excitement level as Rockies fans. I want to know if you are discouraged by the trajectory of the Rockies right now, if you're encouraged by the the trajectory of the Rockies right now, what prospects do you like? Who do you like on the team? Are you excited for the Rockies here? Uh, in 2024 let me know in the comments let me know what you're thinking there but uh, on the show today we're going to talk about prospects heading to string training uh, I said string training spring training and uh, the health of KB and I also want to just give a couple of uh, extra thoughts on FanFest I know it's been a while but I, I just want to highlight I think how important it was to bring back FanFest in this season and uh, we'll get to all of that and more on today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Before we dive into everything today, FanDuel is today's sponsor and make every moment more. New customers join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Okay, so first things first, I wanted to highlight and talk about the prospects that have been uh, non-roster invitations to uh, their top pro- some of their top prospects here. And MLB Pipeline uh, puts together some of the uh, the ones that are that are going. Jordan Beck, Zach Veen, Sterling Thompson, Benny Montgomery, Drew Romo, Joe Rock, Ryan Ritter, Carson Palmquist, Aaron Schunk, and Jaden Hill. So what's really interesting there is uh, we talked about Beck a little bit. We talked, uh, if you remember, if you want to go back to our crossover with Locked On MLB Prospects, the possibilities for Beck are are great. There are some really, really interesting things in Beck's profile mixed in with the fact that uh, you are having two re- or three kind of big-name Rockies prospects over the past couple of years, hopefully going to get some extended looks in spring in uh, Romo, Montgomery, and Veen. Zach Veen has kind of cooled off, kind of fallen off of what we were talking about last year and in the immediate following of him uh, becoming uh, coming to the team. But, of course, the injury to Veen last year uh, derailed that stuff. So really, really excited by this approach for the Rockies and bringing in the uh, youth movement. This, uh, this spring, what makes it so – and it leads into my opening question of being excited for – What's so refreshing about this spring 
is that this is the chance for a lot of guys to really start ramping up the development or really start dipping their toes into what it's going to take to make the major league level. When you're looking at the Rockies now and really down the line in the future, doors are going to be open for these players. Doors are going to be open this season for some of these players if they're able to have a successful spring and translate that into a successful minor league campaign and to come help the Rockies, who eventually will struggle. I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. We've, we've talked about this Rockies team not going to be hopefully as bad as people say, but we, we, well, we're we realistic. We, we know the Rockies aren't looking at playoffs next year, aren't looking at being a dominant team, but I am so incredibly excited by the, the, the youth movement and the fact that let's see what we got right now. Right, everyone's spending crazy money on 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 pitchers and relievers and 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 other bats and things like that. I am I am okay with the Rockies going really really big with their young guys. See what they're going to do in spring. instead of going into spring and wondering. All right, we got Randall Grichik, we got CJ Crone, we got uh, uh, we got all these other vets here. What else, who else was it there? We had brought Mike Mustakas in last year. You know there was a lot of veteran players that obviously spring training is just them getting things they've been there done that but I I just think that this spring really has an opportunity for the Rockies to to get a good uh, a good understanding of where their their prospects and where their players are at right now right here right now and what they need to develop and work on throughout the rest of the year because again take the case of Drew Romo for example if he's successful if he's doing really well is he going to be a factor for getting some backup catching in the second half of the of, of the season? Get some time up at the major league. Is that the way to handle Drew Romo? And mixed in with how are Zach Veen and Benny Montgomery going to solidify and make their claim for a spot in the outfield now with Nolan Jones and Brenton Doyle and then of Hunter Goodman, Michael Tolia, Sean Bouchard. All compete, you know, all working in that right field. I know those two guys aren't exactly MLB ready this year, but if they surprise, if they have a solid spring that leads into a solid minor league season, that's going to make the conversation a lot more interesting about right field. It's going to make the conversation more interesting if the Rockies, at one point in the second half of the season, were looking to make to fill their depth with these young guys, with these prospects with these guys that, that have a chance. So I, I'm, I'm very encouraged by the fact that the Rockies at spring training are going to look like a young team. They're going to look like a team with a lot, figuring a lot of things out, going in different directions, and hopefully getting all these young guys as much playing time as possible to really get them ready for a solid minor league campaign to get them ready to come up to the big leagues because the Rockies are going to need some depth at some point, and they're going to need some – that we want to see some big things – from these guys and especially when you know a couple of others on that MLB prospects list to uh to consider there I mean you got uh Joe Rock trying to come and 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 make some interesting stuff you got interesting pitchers uh coming up and trying to make uh some interest you know make an impact and and be and be uh someone that can that can come help this team I mean it is uh it is it is I'm it, We'll see what happens, but this is a spring to sit here and kind of be like, yeah, all right, okay. 
Because compared to the last years, and especially last year, I think it's just such a good example with last year. It's what's next for the Rockies, not what are we doing here? What, uh, uh, what's the plan? Are we really rolling and running this back? I think there's some intrigue to this. I, I, I think that a youth movement, not only for the, the youth movement, not only continuing for the Rockies, but it heading into spring is a good benefit. It's, it, it's, I'm really excited to see. And, and for me, I'm really excited to see some more uh, of Joe Rock because, hey, when you, uh, when you got a guy on your favorite team that comes from your alma mater, you're always going to be rooting for that guy. So I'm really interested to see what spring means for all of these guys, for all of these young guys to come in. Uh, mixed, of course, with the, the top-level prospects that we know are going to be knocking on the door already to make it for the Rockies uh, and see what happens. And, of course, above all, though, for spring this year, what is my biggest hope for spring training this year? Staying healthy because you need your veteran guys to stay healthy to contribute and make sure that they are they stay interesting for, for trading. And you need the young guys to stay healthy to take advantage of this these opportunities. It's This is a team that where young guys can have an opportunity to play. And uh, so there we go. That's kind of where I'm at. I'm, I'm, I'm really I'm really enthused to see how many uh, prospects are heading to camp. I know that's the point of spring training, but it's just kind of this year. This year just was a nice reminder uh, of, of these uh, these guys getting more and more ready to, to come and play for the Colorado Rockies. All right. Uh, speaking of health, Chris Bryant, he says he's healthy. Let's talk about that. And uh, lots, lots more. Coming up in segment number two of today's Locked on Rockies podcast. Before we do that, though, got to tell you about some of the folks that help make this show possible, and that includes FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks. I'm a wings guy. I do like pigs in a blanket as well and placing some super bets. Oh, I said it on the last read. Unfortunately, not too excited to say this one, but betting against Patrick Mahomes, it's proven to be a bad idea. Maybe you go with Chiefs. Maybe you're maybe you're high on CMC touchdown or, or something like that. I'm a big parlay guy. I like to do parlays, so I'm going to be looking for the, the the parlays and all the great action on Super Bowl Sunday. And FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for how which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. That's $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins when you visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming services, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day and where you can be part of the show by firing off your Rockies hot takes. Let me know what's on your mind when it comes to the Colorado Rockies by subscribing and commenting on the Locked On Rockies YouTube page. Uh, where Tracy writes, Paul, why do you think the Rockies haven't been active in claiming pitchers off waivers? And do you think they sign another outfielder? Um, 
I think the interesting thing could be how the spring pays out, pans out for some of these young guys, and if they want to use these prospects as their depth pieces. I don't necessarily love that because I need young guys playing as much as possible, whether that be at the majors or triple or double A. I, I'm a firm believer that sitting on the bench just to just to get your call up. I mean that that's going to happen throughout the year where it's going to be three days and the young guy comes up because the, the Rockies need someone to fill in in a pinch or X Y Z. Um, I think the Rockies are going to lean more into what they have. Will they sign another outfit? They said they're interested in it, but the market continues to dwindle. And again, at what point do you say, let's just ride with what we got? I mean, think about how many depth pieces you can pull from to fill in in your outfield. Can Think about how many depth pieces that you, that you want to see more of. I mean, just alone in right field, you have – Goodman, Tolia, and Bouchard, all right there, mixed in with the fact that Veen's going to be at spring training, Montgomery's going to be at spring training. I mean, I know those two aren't necessarily going to be up there, but when I when I sit and I think about that, I, part of me wonders they would have already made the move. Part of me wonders they would have already grabbed the guy because at this point, what type of what type of left-handed bat are you going to get from free agency? to fill that outfield as for claiming pitchers off the waiver. I think uh, another thing that, uh, that the, the Rockies are trying to see is what they have in house. I mean, injuries, especially to this team, the crazy injuries to, to Noah Davis and Ryan Feltner, especially last year really limit things. But uh, one thing you might've missed uh, that came out last week or earlier this week, I can't remember. Uh, the Rockies don't expect Senzatella to pitch this year. It sounds like it, it sounds like Senzatella isn't going to be, ready until at least the end of the triple a season and herman marquez is going to be back i think i read all-star breakish after the all-star break something like that so again what how much do you want how much are you going to add there when you're going to get stuff back later on and you have some some players and pitchers you want to see a little bit more from uh, but will they? I, I think it's totally likely that they could. As for claiming off of waivers, there there might not be that, that much stuff interesting on waivers. I don't know who's currently available on waivers, but uh, there you go. So if you got more Rockies questions, uh, feel free. Leave them in the comments section. Love answering your, your, your Rockies questions. Love talking with the Rockies fans. Uh, speaking of Rockies fans looking ahead, looking uh, to to grow, looking to get better is Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant says he's healthy. Chris Bryant says he's ready to go. And Chris Bryant says this. This is uh, from a couple days ago. I know this is in a couple of pieces, but I am reading from the Denver Gazette. Chris Bryant channeling former Cubs teammates ahead of 2024, working for better results from Luke Zalman here uh, from the Denver Gazette. Bryant says this. Last year wasn't too fun, but it was important for me to step back, Brian said. I've been play I've played this game for a long time and survived a lot of scares, but never really had a broken bone. I feel like I've made huge leaps in the relationships I've formed with the players here, trying to take some younger guys under my wing with Charlie. Sometimes the biggest influence you can have on a team is just something you say. Uh, this is also uh, going back to... Um, uh, here a little a little uh, presentation and, and talking about the, the the player that he was talking about. Brian's twenty twenty three is an unlucky one. Injuries have plagued him since twenty twenty one when he played in one hundred and forty four games. But a broken finger from being hit by a pitch was first was a first. Rarity aside, he is chalking up the year as one in which he became a better teammate, even if his stats dipped and if his production follows. Lackey may have to swallow his words in twenty twenty four. I'm trying to see what the the 
words were uh Still hears the voices of John Lackey, who is uh, someone that he was with in 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 the club, uh, the Cubs clubhouse here. Um, but I like this mindset. I like that Chris Bryant is understanding the difficulties of of this contract of this tenure so far. It's. I mean, it, obviously, I didn't think he was ignorant. I didn't think that he was sitting there, you know, really saying that. But, you know, to, to kind of acknowledge the weirdness that he's been dealing with, mixed with the new team, mixed with building those relationships. And, and again, Chris Bryant's been here at a transitional period for a lot of players. If you think about a lot of the players that, that the big-name players that Chris Bryant was with, some of them are gone. A lot of those veteran guys are gone. And Chris Bryant's really been someone that can go to these young guys and be an example but the best example Chris Bryant can be for the young guys and for the Colorado Rockies is to be somebody on the field doing the damage getting the job done and and hopefully he can I mean it is uh one a, a nice key stat line here for uh for from from this piece here is before the injury, Bryant hit 297 in the team's first 26 games and reached base on a hit by pitch or walk as many times as he struck out. Like that, that approach, that presence in the lineup matters, especially to this Rockies team. The Rockies need Charlie Blackman and Chris Bryant to be the veteran guys, the veteran ABs to show that, hey, you can go deeper in counts. Here's how you fight things off. This is how you handle getting down in the count. The Rockies need people that can walk and uh, that 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 walk or get on base at a similar rate to their strikeout rate. Because right now it is just far too much striking out for far too little production. The Rockies suffer from the worst out in baseball, the strikeout. And Chris Bryant can help here. He really he can if he's healthy. I don't really care about Chris Bryant's defense. I think the first base move is going to be fine. But he is someone that has to be someone that's going to, to be consistent and change that. If the Rockies offense, if the Rockies are truly going to turn a corner this year, even if it's just an increase slightly in wins, even if it's just avoiding the basement narrative that so many people have put forth about the Rockies, Chris Bryant's going to be pivotal in that. He is going to, Chris Bryant and his health are going to matter because we've seen the potential impacts. We know the power is down, but at this stage right now for me, I don't care if it, I don't care if the Rockies score with, actually, that's not true. I know I've, I've said multiple times, the Rockies need to hit more home runs. That's that, I do care about that, but let me, let me just finish my point. If Chris Bryant's power is a concern, but he's still able to hit balls in the gap lash out some singles to drive in runs when the Rockies have runners on second and third, or if they have runners on third or in scoring situations, that matters. If he's able to retool his approach and be able to use Coors Field to his advantage and use the alleyways and use the gaps, I'll be okay with that. But above all, I need to see 120 games of Chris Bryant this year, at least. I mean, we can't go through three seasons. I mean, because at three seasons and then going into the first half of 24, that's half the contract. And if we are not getting full se a full season of Chris Bryant in the first half of the contract, 
are we going to get a full season of Chris Bryant in the back half of the contract as he only gets older? This is a big year for Chris Bryant. I, I, I don't think it can be understated at all. I think this is a big year for Chris Bryant's legacy. I think this is a big year for Chris Bryant on the Rockies. I think this is a big year for, for Chris Bryant in general. Rockies' success will be tied to Chris Bryant. There is no doubt about it. There is no doubt in my mind. No Chris Bryant in the lineup. No Chris Bryant consistently. Low low impact from Chris Bryant. No performance from Chris Bryant. Rockies will struggle. Rockies will struggle mightily. But if Chris Bryant plays at the, at, at the caliber of ball that he still can, stays healthy, he's, he's a good player still. He's got the he's got the bona fides that we gotta hold on and hope that this is the year of Chris Bryant. Because after this year, I, I don't necessarily know how much more we can be saying, how much more you really want to count on KB. After this year, if it's another wash year for KB, you at least look and you you are at least confident in saying the overcommitment is it was is is real. The Rockies overcommitted to KB and overpaid. I mean, you can make an argument that that's already been already been, you know, decided, but this year they need his leadership on and off the field. 2024 is not a year that Chris Bryant can just be a good teammate in the shadows. Just be a good teammate in the clubhouse. Just be a good teammate mentoring young guys off the field. I want you to show these young guys on the field. I want you to show these guys how to take account. I want you to show these guys your tricks on taking down pitchers. I want to. Sh- I want you to show these guys that you're a professional hitter, that you came to Coors Field to hit the dang ball. We'll see. We'll see. But but there's it, it no doubt in my mind. Rocky's success completely tied to the success of KB this year. So we'll see how it goes. All right, uh, I want to wind down the show with uh, some words about FanFest and why I am unfortunately uh, bummed that I couldn't go, but uh, why I'm really excited it came back and why I think this year was an important year for it to bring uh, for it to come back. We'll do that coming up in segment number three. This is the Locked on Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming services and on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the show with your Rockies thoughts, your Rockies comments, your Rockies hot takes, and more. You can just subscribe to Locked on Rockies podcast. You'll know when the episodes are posted. You'll know where to go to go watch the video. You can also find us on your favorite streaming services. And if you need more sports coverage, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. I wanted to wind down the show today by talking about FanFest, and I was really, really excited to see what I saw. I, I, and it sounded like fun. The people got there. But with FanFest being gone and the Rockies struggling, fans, there's a disconnect. I don't think fans really know. I mean, diehards do. But this is an opportunity to really show off this version of the Rockies. This version of the, the only thing. There are two players, really. I guess a couple more. I'm sorry. That's not true. 
this is a new Rockies team. It's a new era of Rockies baseball. It, it, it's been a transitional period, and in, 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 and I would say this is kind of the last period of a transitional period, the post-Arenado story era. I mean, that's years now. I mean, it's three years since the Arenado deal. There's a lot of faces that I think Rockies fans needed to meet, needed to to, to learn more from, needed to, to to kind of experience, and for young Rockies fans to to find their next favorite player. So when you when you have things like Fan Fest, this is it is one of the best things for the fans. I mean, look if you look at the pictures, you look at the reception, you look at the feedback that they were getting. There was a lot of Rockies fans there. It's a reminder that the Rockies fan not only exists, but the Rockies fan actually cares. And so I think it's really important for this young era, this young generation of Rockies fans right now to learn about their favorite players, to have an opportunity to meet Brendan, uh, you know, meet Brenton Doyle, meet Nolan Jones, you know, meet Tovar. I don't know if Tovar was there, but it, it feeds in these new faces mixed in with, hey, there's still Chuck. There's, you can go me uh, you can go see Chuck you can go see Kyle you could go see Rymac I mean there's still plenty of familiar Rockies faces but I'm just putting myself back in the shoes of when I was a little youngster how cool it would have been to meet my favorite Rockies to play ping pong with my favorite Rockies it's it's a silly little fan event I know it's it's, it's really not that big of a deal but I really like this stuff it really builds up the fan. It builds up the experience. It builds the connection with the team. Why are fans so diehard of these legacy teams? Is because it's in, it's in their blood. And so I really hope that Rocky's dads and moms were able to come in and be like, this is why we love Rocky. And, and learn something new themselves. Go tour the facilities for the first time. Go check out the clubhouses. Meet the prospects. See the next guy. See the next wave. Because this is a Rockies team that if you've checked out for the past five years, you don't know who the heck's on the team. You know what? Probably, uh, you know, three starters, four starters if you count Chris Bryant. It's roughly right. So I'm really glad this event came back. I'm, I, I think that this is one of the cool things that baseball teams do in the offseason. I like the caravans. I like that stuff when, when, when fans get the opportunity to, to meet these guys face-to-face. -face. It, it really does hammer home the fact of Rockies fans are out there. Rockies fans care. Rockies fans want to show up, meet the team, be a part of this team, be a part of this fabric. And, you know, I, I, I don't think other teams can say that. I, I don't think other teams that have struggled as much as the Rockies can throw a fan fest and then have and then expect the, the, the turnout that they got. Now it's time. I mean, it's, it's this is this year is just so important to prove that the Rockies are turning a corner. And in baseball, that takes time. But. This has to be a year where you're you're making the fan experience not only better through fan events like this, but the play on the field. It can get better for Rockies fans. Hopefully it will get better for Rockies fans. But it was really cool to just see Rockies fans get to be fans, get to be amongst their favorite team, get to be at the facilities. I, I just, <clears throat> I got a soft spot for that stuff. That stuff, I think, really, really matters. It's really important for the health of the team long term. 
to continue to build the relationship with the fans. And yes, some people say, well, Rockies, they just were getting ready for the bar, the best bar in Denver. That's fine. You know what? The Rockies have earned a lot of ire and 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 haters and all that stuff. But I'm not going to hate on something like this where it gives kids and fans a chance to meet their favorite players. And it, and, and it gives the Rockies a chance to say, hey, this is what we're doing. This is what we're thinking. This is this is why we, we, we like these guys. Plus, it just I mean, how cool is that for kids to get a chance to meet Charlie Blackman? <laughs> I mean, that's just that stuff is cool as a as a as a homer for that stuff myself. I, I just got to I got to sit back and enjoy it. So I'm really, really glad to see uh, Fan Fest return. I'm really glad to, to see how many fans got to go out and have a good time. And, and I'm really glad that the Rockies considered that this was important because I'm hoping a lot more Rockies fans now know a little bit more about their team and know a little bit more about who they want to root for. I mean, obviously you root for the whole team, but everybody's got some favorite players. Everybody's got some players that every time the game's on that they're always looking out for. So I hope a couple of uh, of fans found found their next favorite player, which which would which would be great. So, anyway, that's me. That's a, it's just a just a little uh, little side thing there. Hope you all had fun. If you if you if you did go to Rockies Fest and you want to le- let me know what your favorite moment was in the comments, uh, we'll we'll bring some up there and we'll talk about it there. Uh, but folks, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Rockies. Thank you so much for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. You can find us free and streaming on your favorite streaming services. You can also find us on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel, where your likes, your subscriptions, your comments are always a way to help the show grow. And, folks, if you need more sports action, you need more Locked On podcast action, Locked On MLB has got you covered for your second listen. Or maybe you want to keep it Colorado-focused, Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche, Locked On Nuggets, and Locked On Buffs, all available for you as well. Folks, until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.